I like watching Austin because you got that like hazy filter on the oh, background. Oh yeah, the background blur. Yeah, so you the background blur, but when you drink your iced tea, it it like the can blurs out, so it looks like you're on like the real world or something. How they like can't have brands. I think it looks like he's in a Japanese porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sponsored by uh, Twisted Tea yet, but I'm working oh, on it. Oh, God. Dude, my mom loves Twisted Tea. My mom <laughs> asks for Twisted Tea at every single restaurant we go to. And I will, I'm will. i not exaggerating. The hit ratio is like 4%. It's so hard to find. It's at every hard to restaurant, find. she goes, do you have Twisted Tea? And they're like, no. We have lemonade <laughs> and we have iced tea. And she's like, I'll just take a Pepsi. <laughs> every time I've gone to my mom for the last so, like, 15 wait. years. I'm sorry. So your mom goes from uh, deciding she wants like an if alcoholic they don't drink have, to they like, don't have I'll twisted have tea, she is out. She's like, I'm just going to do Pepsi. 100%. Oh, That's man. the only alcohol she'll drink is twisted teas. And That's she'll so get funny. black out. No, I'm just it, it is. It's my drink of choice. Um, honestly, the thing is the carbonation. Like mm. there's no carbonation in twisted tea. And mm. for whatever reason, that helps your little tummy. Yeah, yeah, it's easier to drink that way. Quite sensitive, Tommy. Yeah. Feel like a big boy drinking your alcohol without giving you a little tummy. tummy. <laughs> when I buy it, they ask me if I have my junior driver's license. So nice. <laughs> They're like, "Can I see your learner's permit, please?" They need to make like little Capri Sun versions of it. <laughs> Just pop that straw in. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Better Movie Club, the podcast about... (laughs) I just forgot that I wanted to open it um, with something funny. (laughs) Oh, you forgot to be funny? (laughs) Yeah, I forgot to be funny. (laughs) This is a podcast about movies where we do improv comedy and... God, why... What is the funny part? Well, I don't know. What, why can't I say the description of the show? We make movies better, and then we we watch movies, and then we make funny changes to those movies, and then we do improv comedy based on those changes. I am Austin Weiford. Now I'll do my thing. This week, we watched a movie with, <laughs> uh, and I'm Andrew Farley. And I'm Liam Morris. And I secretly performed a lobotomy on Austin, which is why he's like he is. Yeah, but I mean, you did that before episode one, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just slowly been getting worse. I secretly um, performed an appendectomy, and I have noticed no changes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, welcome. Welcome to our show. Um, this episode, we had a awesome guest, Dan White, uh, from Improv is Dead. And I want to get to it just as soon as possible. Um, If you enjoy this, uh, please review and rate us on iTunes. That would be great. And, uh, you know, subscribe, stick around, um, listen to other episodes. Uh, Glad to have you. Let's just get right into it. Thanks, Ira Glass. This week, we have a guest who you may know as one half of Improv is Dead or as one of the honestly funniest accounts on Twitter I've ever followed. Uh, Dan White 
is joining hey, us this week. Hey, thank you for that great introduction. That was very kind of you. I mean, thank you for improving my timeline. I've been in a Twitter <laughs> funk, so I needed to hear that. Thank you. I've been in a, like a week long. I'm in uh, one of the like one of the dark stretches in my Twitter career right now. Mm. Yeah, been busy Just, with uh, living life and not addicted to the uh, you know. The that sounds healthy, scroll. honestly. I know, but it's like I'm like spending time with my family. And I'm like, fuck, I haven't gotten any like likes. You're missing out on yeah. that. <laughs> You're missing out on that dopamine, man. Yeah. I know. I know. Family can give you love, but they can't give you likes. I know you exactly. I'm like else. eating dinner with my wife, like half listening to what she's saying, just like running through <laughs> Twitter metrics in my head. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, I don't. Uh, I have not. I don't have. I don't have metrics in uh, in my head. I don't know what it, what it would see. That sounds or. like something someone who has metrics in their head would say. <laughs> Getting a little defensive. <laughs> well, I was trying to think of a better term than metrics, and I was like, I don't even know what I would be thinking about. I guess like likes or follows. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm a big Twitter fan. Though. I appreciate. It. I appreciate you saying that. We're very um, excited to have you. Um, excited to be here. Your uh, podcast pretty much directly caused ours. Because. Um, oh. Farley and I met Leah in the Discord server for Improvised. I Death, love that. So. That's great. That yeah. makes me feel. That makes me feel great. I love the Discord server. The Discord server for Improv is Dead is uh, honestly, since I had a kid, that's like the thing that I had fallen off a little bit on. I'm not as, I'm not as active as I once was because mm-hmm. I'm so busy all the time with the kid, and that's like the thing. I so when I'm with my kid, I'm thinking about the Discord server and what could be. <laughs> <laughs> and, and your your kid is named Discord, right? It's, that... it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Her, name, her name is Discord. It's, uh, dis- Discord Twitter White. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So this week we watched a movie, uh, with Wolverine. Um, Batman, Black <laughs> Widow, oh, yeah. and Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> oh my God! And and the Doctor from Godzilla. Yes, yes. the Doctor from Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Prestige. Uh, Dan, can you tell us why you picked this movie? Do you just love I, this movie? Or it's my fa- I think it's my favorite movie. I, I recently, within the last year, came to that conclusion. I think it's about as close to a perfect of a film as as you could come. It's probably a lot of film buffs out there are gonna be like this fucking hack, but I love it. I think it's good. I I hate movies, and I had a great time. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So good. It's just it's so <laughs> economical. It's so efficient. Every scene is there for a reason. Every like line is there for like. There's just no wasted energy with it. Um, and I think Christopher Nolan, uh, you know, especially lately, has like. You know, I he I love Nolan. Like he's great, but like you know, I'm not I'm not I was not as in love with like Inception as some people were. I thought it was a fun movie, but I thought, you know, I thought it collapsed on itself a little bit. Same with Interstellar. I very much enjoy these movies. I will like watch them when I can and I'll definitely like see them with within a couple weeks of them being in theaters. Um, but just from like a narrative standpoint, there's some like obvious like things that don't fully fit that you kind of have to overlook for the sake of the movie. Um, and Tenet was, I think, kind of a, from what I can gather and what I've seen, I, not very good. <laughs> but I love Nolan. Nothing against Nolan. I just, that, right. but the reason I like this is because this is much smaller. The scope isn't as big. The effects aren't mm-hmm. as big. It's mm-hmm. a smaller character driven story. And every, I think, element of it works. It feels so much more uh, personal than all those movies mm-hmm. because it, it is just this grudge between two men mm-hmm. and, there's no wasted space anywhere. And yeah, both mm-hmm. the, all, like those movies you all listed, 
all have scenes that are just like, what is this for? What is what am yeah. I doing? It's just cool. Like mm-hmm. that's it. Right. Yeah. Let me ask you all this. This was a great question. And I should actually say this movie was ter- I was turned on to this movie because of Brendan Gallagher, who's a nut who is one of my favorite Twitter follows. I follow He's Brendan a writer. Also. What's that? I follow Brendan also. <laughs> Very He's the good man. Twitter follow. <laughs> he is like the one of my favorite tweets. He's like politics and and writing and he's he's it's like the perfect intersection. He's so good. But he was tweeted about this movie because um, he was said I believe he said this publicly something. But he was like writing a script about a it was a uh, a rival story and so he watched he was watching stuff and he talked about how good this was. So I went back and watched it. And he posed this question to me, and this is why, mm-hmm. like, Brennan is, such, and Leah, you know, he's a great writer and, like, has, he watches and writes a ton. Uh, but he asked me, he was like, who is, um, who do you think the uh, protagonist is and who's the main character? And I was mm. like, that's really interesting. And I'd love to hear your opinions. I think, um, I, I have thought about this movie quite a bit. Um, well, okay. So I really want to get into this. Before we do that, before we answer that question, let's meditate on that a little bit. Let's talk about the plot synopsis real quick. Oh, so sorry. What, yes, sorry. No, no, no. You're good. What we like to do here is uh, just a couple sentences to sum up the movie in case somebody listening has not seen it, but still wants to like tune in and enjoy the convo and, and the improv. Um, so uh, Dan, would you like to start and just try to sum up this movie? Or I mean, you're the guest. You can go whenever you want. Uh, yeah, it's a, a classic dual film, uh, just two magicians at the top of their game, um, jockeying, you know, like decade long, uh, pursuit of like the best magic trick. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll say, uh, two magicians competing, um, uh, both obsessed in different ways with the same thing, um, trying to one up each other and, uh, eventually one of them wins. Mm. Me? Uh, magician one has a dead wife. Magician two is two magicians and then also has a dead wife. Magician one, also two magicians. (laughs) (laughs) So is it just a blanket understanding that like spoilers are on the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're we're going to spoil the hell of this Because this is an impossible movie to talk about. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we can spoil and we can curse. Those are the rules. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're welcome to curse. (laughs) Nice. I don't think I have anything new to bring to the table in my summary, so I'll I'll pass. (laughs) Um. So as for the question at hand, um, I've I've been thinking about this movie since I watched it yesterday. And I'd seen it before, but it had been a long time. Um, but I think this movie is really, it's two stories. It's I, I think they are both protagonists in their own story. And what we're watching is we are going back and forth between those stories. Because um, one of the cool things that this movie does is it lays out the, the anatomy of a magic trick, right? Which is... Um, the pledge, the turn, and the prestige, mm-hmm. and both men in their own rights through their stories are the prestige of their own tricks. Right? They they start out ordinary, they do something seemingly impossible, and they vanish for one reason or another, and then in the end they come back, mm-hmm. and they they both follow that arc. So I think I think this really is two stories uh, with with two protagonists, and it's sort of interwoven in a a really cool way. So what you're saying is. Cutter is the uh, main character. <laughs> Cutter's, Cutter's <laughs> the main character for sure. <laughs> uh, Austin, you said something I thought was really interesting in your synopsis. You said, and one wins. 
and I'd like to know who you think wins. I believe the winner is uh, Broden, or at least one of them, and it's because he walks away from from that obsession, mm. whereas uh, Anger ends up being consumed by it. Mm. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think the first part of this movie made me, like I always like to think about how a movie isn't intentionally trying to make me feel, and mm-hmm. I feel like the first probably two-thirds it wants me to identify, or at least I felt like I identified more with Angier's, uh like story. And I was like, I, you know, his his wife got killed. Like he he's mm-hmm. like a victim. Like I, and then like by the end, I had turned that on the on its head, and I was like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> like, like we gotta, Borden's gotta come back and and be the winner or Fallon, whoever he is at the end. <laughs> yeah, he's both. Oh yeah. man, I'm consumed by this question (laughs) it's like makes you Um, also reevaluate what protagonist means right (laughs) yeah because in like the the high school textbook setting or context of protagonist neither one of them is like this hero right they're both horrible people doing terrible things to everyone around them they're very much antagonistic in the lives of everyone around them but ah in the content in the story like angier is the good guy right i'm for a while like for the most part he is <laughs> he, he loses a little bit in the middle but in the end his his uh objective is still ultimately to put on the best show and that's it it's not to destroy anybody's whole life until the very end and then he's just like oh fuck this guy i'm never gonna get my life back yeah uh, i have to say he's the protagonist and the main character i think he takes up the most screen time i feel like that's the case Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. He seems like the lead to me. Yeah. I mean, I think this is fascinating. And again, I don't take credit for this because this was all like my conversation. with. Brent. So what's your answer? So this is his answer. And I'm stealing this like almost verbatim. But I have adopted <laughs> this as my point of view of the film, which is uh, Angier is the main character because you are following his story and the reveals for as to uh, to Leah's point for like. The first two thirds, you're getting he's you're learning of the reveals with him in real time, even up until the end, you're learning like the ultimate reveal, uh, you know, at the end of the film is the reveal to him. So, you know, most of the film is through his point of view of events that are happening. So in that way, he's the main character. In the end, the protagonist is um, uh, what was I'm sorry, what was Bale's character's name? Borden or Borden. Yeah is he's the protagonist at the end. And it's kind of an interesting thing where his character kind of splits in two because I think it, one of the reasons I like this movie is because it is a little bit of a choose your own adventure. So what you, you can kind of put it together, but I I've watched it a couple times and I I'm fairly confident in this, at least as a possibility. I'm pretty sure this is what most is most heavily alluded to in the film as the actual chain of events. Um, and I think uh, the other thing I'll say real quick about him being the protagonist, which I really loved. Again, this is not my observation, but was that uh, Christopher Nolan is very much a craftsman of, you know, he is not a showman in the way, you know, he's a writer, director. He, he's very meticulous with his filmmaking and his craft in the way that uh, Bale's characters were very meticulous, whereas Angier was more of the showman. Angier wanted the big glitz and glamour, and glamour, and like he was always the showman. And Bale's character kind of had to learn some showmanship, but ultimately he was in love with the craft so much that he dedicated his his life to the to the craft. 
Um, so I, I tend to subscribe to that. I think that one other thing I would say about it is if you look at the chain of events and think through what is alluded to and directly said, one of the Bale characters is slightly more obsessed and he is the one who ultimately becomes consumed with his obsession. And I think it's heavily alluded to that he was the one who tied the knot because I think the better of the two was the one who walked away. He was of the three mm-hmm. of in, of of the two Bale characters and a few Jackman's guy. They he was he was the most noble of the bunch. And so if he didn't tie the knot, it removes him. I mean, you could argue he stuck with his brother through it or whatever, but it kind of removes him from any fault of ego because the brother was the one who was like, we need to do a more difficult knot, ties the knot that ultimately kills Jack's that you know the inciting incident that kicks off Jackson's whole revenge story um but then I think the nicer brother goes to the funeral and that's when there's the confrontation of yeah like, what I don't not? know and he's like I don't, I don't know. know and yeah. he was there because he was like so I think and I think ultimately I mean he's not a he's not perfect because like ultimately his wife killed herself because he drove her insane so like in no way is he perfect but I think he's the one who has the sliver of like ability to like let it and i think he's the one who tells you know he tells his brother you have to just let it go just admit like we got beat and ultimately that um humility is why he is the one who escapes with the daughter do you think that the nobler one got his fingers shot off or had to have his fingers cut off oh i think um, it tracks most if if he was the one who got shot no this is this is this is in the movie and I might screw it up but I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that this is cuz you remember there's a scene where she says it's not healed yet. Yeah. Why is it not healed yeah. yet? Yeah. It's because he's the one who got it cut later. Right. And she says you don't love me today in that scene which means it's the brother who was ultimately killed. Oh. So the yeah. one who got his finger shot off um was the nobler one. Okay. Yeah, that makes the most sense to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that the one who tied the knot was not the one who Michael Caine told not to tie the knot? Like, like <laughs> no I was idea. like wondering about that too. Like, I mean, like, because we have that scene before where it's like, don't do that knot, but he could have been talking to the other guy, right? I don't know. I no, was I mean, that. I think that's true. I mean, I would argue in that situation, I think that the two brothers are pretty much step. So yeah. you would think that they would have that conversation at some point. But mm-hmm. um, And but yeah. the, the one who was more uh, driven by his, I need to do this the best as possible, was ultimately the one who tied the knot, right? Uh, I would think. I mean, that's what I think is heavily alluded to. to. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think they ever directly say, but I think that would be what I would assume. And also, I love this movie because think about how much different of a movie it would have been if they would have switched which Bale ended up getting killed. Like it would have been so much more of a like a total like uh, uh, tragedy if, if, I mean, it was pretty much a tragedy, but like, Completely so if the brother who wasn't even the father and was like, you know, was ended up being the one. Was this the first time you watched this movie, Farley? Yeah. Oh, because I don't remember from the first time that I watched it because I watched it like when it came out. Did like some of the twists, did you figure them out beforehand? Was there were there enough context clues or did the it? The only one I figured out before it happened was the I didn't figure out it was his brother, but I figured out that that was his body double for sure because Oh, you did? Yeah, because at one point um, near the end, like last third, uh, Christian Bale leaves his wife, uh, tells his daughter that he's going to be right back to take her to the zoo because he's going to run errands. And he goes to uh, other Christian Bale Mm -hmm. and says uh, um, to take his daughter to the zoo. He like tells him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That seemed like kind of a give because 
I mean, if this guy just shows up, <laughs> everyone's just going to be cool with that, that he's right. just taking their kid to the zoo. Yeah. I mean, I, that's a good catch. I, that That's one of my favorite things about the movie that I think I think is magic, like real life magic, is how Christopher Nolan made it. Because he had to have watched the movie hundreds of times, right? He had to have watched hundreds of cuts of that movie. And if you go back and watch it, knowing the ending, it's amazing how like clear it is when you know the ending. But the first time through, you don't catch any of it. And so yeah. for him to watch all of those cuts and be like, we're giving just enough. Like, you, I've edited three-minute sketches and you lose track of what's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 To have a two-hour film that you watch hundreds of times and, like, still know what's enough and not enough, how much to pull, how much to put. That, to me, is, like, absolute brilliant, like, master of his craft. Well, and it's so enjoyable even knowing, like, it... I think mm-hmm. some movies where they're they're building up to a twist, they're not like once you know the ending, it's like I'm probably not going to watch this again. Now I yeah. now I figured it out, and Absolutely. I feel like this movie is not that way at all. It's like completely as enjoyable knowing everything, maybe more so. Oh, I I agree. I think it's a movie that's better on the second and third viewings for yeah. sure. Props to uh to Hugh Jackman also. I mean, like I think we all know that he's an amazing actor, but like I remember doing this the first time I watched it, and I did it again. I had to look up if he was playing the guy that is a stunt double because he his mannerisms are so different that I I actually thought it was a different person that looked like him. <laughs> I was like, wait, in what? So. In his uh, the drunk guy, the Ryu. stunt double. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like. I was like, that's him, right? And I had to look it up because I, God, he's good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, he got me. Yeah, he <laughs> like, is fantastic. <laughs> I love Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're both. I mean, I love Bale too. I mean, yeah. Those, those. I think Bale might be one of my top, you know, three or four actors, and he's so good in this too. Nolan did the Batman with Christian Bale, also, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to. Um, I I loved this movie, really liked it on the second viewing. I, I have to, I first have to make an embarrassing confession and then <laughs> I need to say something that I, that I disliked about this movie. Um, so when Austin was in high school, um, he got a little bit into uh, magic and- uh, Phenomenal. Like, pro- <laughs> Bird murder. So like- <laughs> I no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't kill any birds. But um, he just like this, killed birds under the guise of magic. <laughs> All of my of tricks involved birds, and none of them needed to. <laughs> it was like, hey, pick a card, kill a bird. Is this your card? Yeah, but why'd you kill yeah. the bird? <laughs> magic. Magic. <laughs> um, but this uh, this movie came out around the same time as The Illusionist, mm-hmm. and um, this was also like right around I want to say the height of like the uh, Chris Angel uh, Mind Freak was on TV. <laughs> mm. uh, Magic had a bit of a moment, and uh, what this movie did versus what The Illusionist did is that this movie took. Can uh, I say magicians. I know what your criticism is going to be already? I think I think I okay. already know it, and I'm ready <laughs> to right. talk about it because this is one of the things I love about the movie. So go ahead. Okay, okay. So my criticism is that um, this movie, and just like uh, later on, uh, now you see me, um, takes magicians um, and gives them a little bit more power and mysticism than they should, than is realistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when Borden like. 
uh, handcuffed the prison guard like like real magicians are using trick handcuffs and hidden keys and things like oh, that. Oh, like, that's actually I, not what I was expecting. That's a oh, great okay. criticism, Austin. I do want to know. I do criticism. want to know what you were expecting, but yeah, I it bothers me because I know because I I was into it, so I know I would say a little bit sure. more than the layman does about how how tricks are done. So when yeah. when movies are just like, yeah, it's magic. We don't have to explain it. It's like a superpower. I'm like. No, he couldn't have actually yeah. done that. Like I that, that I think that's me. true with almost any topic though. Like if you're I a lawyer yeah. watching like a few good men, you're like, "No, that's not like that's not <laughs> right, right." Right, right, right. So I definitely hear you. That is interesting that something that I did I did not consider. I I will I will say that that's a great observation and criticism. So what what did you think I was going to well, criticize? What, what did what else did they do besides that? Is there any other examples you have? I mean, that's a perfect example of like you shouldn't have been able to do that. Um Give me a few moments and I will think of one. Sure. Um, now You See Me does this a lot worse than this movie did. Really? Um, and I guess maybe part of it too was like, oh, oh, when uh, when Hugh Jackman is walking away from uh, What's-His-Face at Tesla's lab and he just like reaches into his pocket and grabs something. He's like, hey, what am I holding? And Hugh Jackman's just like, your watch. Or like what he, he gets it right. Like that, mm. like, like minimalism tricks like that have a method and they're sure. not just like they're not just like cold reading what yeah. a stranger is holding yeah. you know we have That's to remember fair. this is the this is like 1890 is around when this takes place you had like mm-hmm. three had things on your person <laughs> at the time right he had like <laughs> yeah. a large metal gonna say AirPods. AirPods. i think he was just hedging, hedging his bets there <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's fair too yeah it's yeah. a 25 cent piece yeah like, that was batter as watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's very true um, I thought you were going to say, which I think is a very common criticism, I think is a fair one, but I, I actually love it and actually view it more as a positive than a negative is I think a lot of people are resentful that they feel like the reveal for Hugh Jackman is a cop out that mm. once you inject real life, um, super, uh, supernatural, like magic, supernatural powers that you have betrayed, like the magician's oath of like, it's now no longer a, a magic movie. Um, which I think is fair, but I love it because it it's made me think so much about this one. And there's like two reasons I love it. One is that it's made me think so much about this idea, which is that people and audiences are in like go to see a movie with expectations. And there's a couple things you can give them that they are not expecting that they may like. I think if they go to see a horror movie and it has comedic elements, they're into it. Or they go to see a, a love story and it, or a, a comedy and it has love romance elements, they're into it sci-fi is a genre that you cannot slip into a film when people are not expecting it and have a generally favorable response. Mm, that's so mm-hmm. true. Like, sci-fi is not something that people, if, like, if they're not signed up for it, they check out pretty quickly in a way that I think like comedy and romance is not so much. You know, action I don't think is like that. I think horror might be kind of straddled that a little bit more. Um, but that's something that I took away from this movie because it was marketed along with the illusionist as like a magician's film. And I love Nolan because Nolan got away with this. I don't think many directors could do what he did, which is like the, the, the sci-fi element is so integral to the story and to the reveal that they really hit it in a way that I'm not quite sure from a marketing standpoint was as strategic as maybe it could have been. 
but it was integral to the story. And I feel like Nolan is a director that has enough power to be like, no, we can't do, we can't tell people that it's that or else it ruins the, the mm. third act, the, you know, the prestige. Mm. Um, so I, in that way, I really love it. Um, and, and when I first saw it, I, I did not like it. I, cause I was not expecting it. I was younger. I was in like high school, but now I'm, I, when knowing what you're getting into, it's like, it's one of the best sci-fi stories. Like it's perfect. I, I really, really liked it. Cause it fit so much with, uh, Hugh Jackman's character development. He was never going to be the magician that uh, Borden was. It was just never going to happen. Mm. He didn't have the ability, the commitment to the craft of being a magician. And so Mm -hmm. he cheated. (laughs) Like he went to Tesla and got a machine that did it for him. And then he could do the show. Yeah. And that's all he wanted the whole time. Yeah. But in some ways, his sacrifice was bigger than... Oh, yeah. He had to kill himself every time he went on stage. Yeah. And in that way, it's like, um, you know, you got to give it up for the the guy's craft. Like, it's like he is a performer, but no. It's, um, it was like, it's a different version of like the classic, uh, like thought experiment about teleportation, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you're disassembled and reassembled on the other side. Are you still you or did you die when you teleported, right? So... When mm. when when Hugh Jackman is reappearing in the theater, he he says a line somewhere in there where he's like, uh, "It's terrifying, like never knowing if I'm going to be the one over there or the one uh, dropping yeah. down through the stage." But the answer is, every time you're the one dropping down through the stage, every single time. Like the only reason he thinks he wasn't is because he's a clone that has those memories. Yeah. But every single one. Wait. Okay. Wait. Explain that to me. That's not something I had considered. It's hit- so he says it's scary not knowing if he's going to be the one dropping into yeah. the box or the oh, one. For, yeah. But every time from from the perspective of the one who's going onto the stage and dropping through the stage, every single time he's the one being drowned. Uh-huh. It's Poppy just the is fact the one that shows up on the other side of right. the stage. Yeah. It's, the only reason he thinks that sometimes he's not is because he's a clone who has memories of going onto the stage and then reappearing. But it's not because he was teleported. It's wow. because he's just a clone with those memories. That's a great observation. Yeah. So every every single time he steps on that stage, he's going to be drowned yeah. in a box. Yeah. That makes sense. Period. It's very similar to, um, it's a, a very bad movie, but a good book, Timeline by Michael Crichton, um, mm. uses that for like time travel, but it's like the same thing. Like you die, but a copy of you travels in time with mm. all of your memories. So like, did you die? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, but uh, the you yeah. that gets copied doesn't think so. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Well, this was actually a book. Prestige was a book. Yeah, I read that. You did? I not, okay. No, I didn't read the book. I read on Wikipedia that it was a book. I want <laughs> to. Re- I want to read the I book though. The I just learned it yesterday when I was. Oh, I was really? looking up. Did you read yeah. the differences between the movie and the book? No. Okay. Well, I. That's one of the re- another reason I love the movie is because I think Hugh Jack or uh, excuse me, Christopher Nolan and his writing partner was it his brother for this one? Was it both the Nolans? I, I, yeah, it was. It was Chris and Jonathan. They took a story that existed and I think was well respected and they made it so much better. It like I I, I didn't read the book, so maybe it's unfair for me to say that, but I read the synopsis and I was like, this is clearly a superior story. Like the way they told it in the movie was way better. In the book, the fact that he's a twin is not a reveal. You know that mm. like immediately. Mm. And the third act is very different. Um, I won't ruin it, Leah, because if you want to read it, but um, I'll just say like it's even more sci-fi in the book. And the re- I think the reveal in the movie is so perfect because it 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 completes a, such a perfect story of like, 
you know, uh, Jackman's like uh, Jackman's trick reveal was truly so scientific and so complex and so sci-fi. It was this huge trick, and at the, and at its ba- most basic level, Bale's trick was so simple and based in nature. You know, it was like yeah. they could not have juxtaposed their two solutions to the trick in a better way to me. I read that Nolan told uh, Christian Bale not to read the book. Uh, prior to really? like performing the role, and then he did it anyway. I think. Oh, really? Um, that was that's like what nice. I was reading about the book, and I was like, "That's interesting," because I, I and it, it makes sense given that probably his character is treated very differently. I don't even know mm-hmm. how you would do a reveal like that in a book if you, especially if you, if any of it's mm-hmm. from like the perspective of Borden. Like, how would mm-hmm. you even? I mean, like that's something that almost only would work in film. Yeah. Um, so I imagine yeah. it has to be really different, but that. That's what makes me interested to read it, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, as good as this movie is, I think we all agree it's fantastic. Uh, it can still be better. So why don't we take a <laughs> quick break and uh, come back and we're going to make it better. Let's do it. Right. Or try. And we are back, and we're going to make the prestige even more prestigious. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, as our guest and the person who picked this movie, do you want to pitch your change first, or do you want to kind of see what we do and then add your own, or what, what are you feeling about the order? And uh, Tim told us to tell you that he went first. Tim went first with the pitch? He, he told, told us, us to tell you that. I was going to make fun of him for going first. Um, I'll let you guys you go, and then you still I'll, should. I have ideas, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, Leah, Farley, either either one of you want to go first? I can, but please you do. Go. Okay. So um, I my change is based on a scene that I think must have happened, right? Um, I think about that in movies a lot, where it's scenes that are implied by the movie that we don't actually see. And I was thinking about the decision uh, for the uh, the Borden twins to dedicate their entire lives to magic, and um, like, like which brother's idea was that? And what if the other one wasn't super into it? Um, <laughs> so, so my change is still like obviously that they are twins uh, uh, masquerading as one magician, but like one of them isn't super into it, um, doesn't really care for magic, maybe isn't even very good at it. Um, and I guess a scene I would like to see is maybe the initial, well, I I guess I'll throw this out. Um, the initial pitch for living like that might be good. Um, the scene where, uh, one of them has to lose fingers because the other one was shot might be pretty good. Uh, Maybe the one, maybe the one who's not super into magic is now being like told he has to lose his fingers. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I got, I I think that's, I got something with that. That's funny. For the sake of simplicity, can we say that? Borden is the one that's into magic and Fallon is the one that isn't so that we have names for them. I love that. Yeah, I love that's that. That's perfect. Okay, so Fallon is not into it. Borden is. Um, I think to cast it up, I would like um, I would like Dan White to be... Dan, do you want to be Borden or Fallon? What are you feeling? Uh, I'll be whichever one um, is not did into not it. get his fingers blown <laughs> off. So I have all ten. Okay, pitches. okay. All right. So you're Fallon. You're Fallon, <laughs> Fallon, and you're not you're not super into magic. 
uh, and your brother is trying to talk you into okay. your fingers cut off. All right. And um, I can would this like be cast... the morning after the show? He gets his fingers blown off. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All this right. Is great. Um, and Farley, I would like to cast you as Borden. All right. Yeah, I can do that. And I do this, of course, because the two of you sound exactly alike. In <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so he says that uh, solely because I have done in the past on this impression of you specifically. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> but I can only, the only impression I would at all say I can remotely do is just the beginning of an episode of Improv is Dead. Let's do <laughs> it. Say it. Do it right, right. now. Yeah. What's up, you guys? Dan White here with another episode of Improv is oh, Dead. God. I'm joined by uh, Tim like, Lyons. Uh, <laughs> the guy from uh, The Daily. <laughs> <laughs> Here with Ira Glass is that Ira Glass or Ira Glass actually more like I think it's, uh, it's, it's like a mix of those two enthusiastic Midwestern right that's <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's your podcast voice it's my podcast <laughs> voice yeah I do <laughs> I love that all right so we got Borden and we got Ira Fallon Glass. and um, uh, if we need other characters maybe Leah or I will jump in uh, but Sounds for now good. let's see what happens okay um, action. Hey, you still mad? I'm not happy. Brought you some ice. Yeah, ab- about that. Um, <clears throat> sorry, man. I drew, I was I was supposed to be watching the door. I was supposed yeah. to be watching for things, and I and that's your bad. Like that's all on you. I fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. You fucked up bad. Um, fuck. So I was got fucking distracted. Just a thought, and you can dwell on it for a minute. Um. We're both really into this, and this is our whole life. I can't believe I'm short two fingers believe, right now. I know. I can't believe you got your fucking fingers blown off. I'm so sorry. People are gonna start noticing. I had a mosquito. I had a mosquito bite. Like I couldn't focus on anything because I was like scratching and scratching, and you know, it's, it's like a fucking deadly cycle where I just kept scratching it, and I, my head was not in it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that must have been really hard for you. It hurts so. It honestly still hurts so bad. So I. So, Itchy. I'm so sorry, man. It's. I I know what will make this right. And it's, the fucked up thing is, you told me to wear pants when we I, went to the park. You said wear pants. The skeeters are out. I said I'm fine. I want to feel the wind on my calves. Isn't that crazy? When you think back to like the origin of something, if I would have worn pants, you'd still have your fucking fingers. Isn't that nuts to think yeah. about? I mean, yeah, so we're on the same page. This is all your fault. You, this is totally gosh. on you. So make it right. Um, I'm your brother. You want to make this right. Uh, I'll do anything, anything to make this right by you. I am so sorry. I got you some ice. I got you some honeyed nuts. I'm, I'm not the one that likes the honey. You like the honey nuts. I mean, if you don't want them, I'll eat them, but I got them for you. Yeah, I mean, I, so... you didn't even wait. You didn't even wait for me to say that I you wanted. You said you right didn't now. want them. You said you didn't want them. I, I offered them to you. You said you, you didn't like. You said I like them. You didn't like. Them. I said okay. So I got them for you. I I got them with you in mind to eat them. I'm gonna. Let's cut just your... forget this happened. Let's just move on. I'm sorry about this. I feel terrible, but like, let's get a new trick. Let's. I'm gonna fun. cut your fucking fingers off. What? Why the hell would you do that? We have a. We've got a thing right now. We've got you know magic. That's our whole deal. That's us. That's I who know. we are. I know. 
Don't talk to me like a child. I know what our deal is. All right. I mean, do you? I wear a fucking because... prosthetic nose three days a week. I know what our deal is. And that means I'm wearing it four days a week, right? Because we got seven days in a week. I I feel like you're taking more than you're giving in this relationship. Like, okay. that's it's kind of something that's happening right now. That's so fair. I'll wear the nose on Sundays. I'll take Sundays. Is that a fair compromise? You lost your fingers. I'll take the nose on Sundays for a month. I'm taking your fingers. We what? can't. What is the thought behind that? People are going to start noticing if, hey, I step in the box one day, you step out, you got five fingers, I've got three on this hand. Like, what's that? Why don't you just stuff a glove? And then I don't got to cut my fingers off. So one of us can bend his pinky and ring finger and the other one Do can't? You That's think not a deal? Go- Wait, I've been masquerading in a fucking b- beard and a prosthetic face. For 18 years, no one's fucking noticed. But all of a sudden, they're going to be like, hey, wait a second. One of them has a, fi- a pinky finger that bends and the other doesn't? Is that what? What? That's not- I I just think maybe you don't care about magic. I think, I think you're that- mad that I'm good at fingering. Is that it? Oh, so, there- okay. Okay. Because I have a reputation as being a phenomenal fingerer. You get one compliment and that's, okay, <laughs> you're a phenomenal fingerer. I got it. Yeah, I, I did. She said it was Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I wasn't, you know, wasn't all razzle-dazzle with it, but, yeah, I think it, she left. She said it was okay, you know? Okay. Like, she gave me one of these. You know, she gave me the hand motion. She said it was, was fine okay. to me. It was like she was selling me, like, a like a, an old cigar ad. She was like, these are, oh, that was okay. And I got fine, so sounds like I'm not too bad myself. Well, I think change, things are changing. I think you better figure out some other... Look, I, I'm sorry. I'm I didn't mean to come at you so hard. I didn't know you. You're tough. You're you're still bleeding, and I don't want to cut my fingers off. I think you can stuff your glove, and maybe that could be the trick, right? Maybe that's the, maybe that's the trick is that I grew my fingers back, right? If I come out, I mean, everyone saw it happen. Your fucking middle, your fucking ring finger was in the fan. It got caught up in the fan, cut up into a million pieces. We come I, back, I come out tomorrow and go, hey, ta-da, ta-da. That was part of that. That was part of it. You know what? You know what? That's a good deal. That's a, Let's shake hands. Let's shake on it. Ooh. Oh, God. That feels so gross. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. That hand feels so gross. Ah! Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, my God. Ow, you jammed my fucking finger with your knife. <laughs> <laughs> My finger is straight up jammed right now. All right, see. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and that just goes on for a few hours as he slowly chips away at his fingers. <laughs> uh, Sarah's going to be so mad. <laughs> you jammed my fucking finger. <laughs> oh, that was great. All right, so um, I think we can move on to another change, uh, but but keeping in mind that sometimes Borden, uh, if he's in a scene, he might not be uh, as good of a magician as <laughs> as the other one. <laughs> okay. Um, who wants to go next? So I have a change um, that is in a similar vein, but is not totally the same. It it has a lot to do with the relationships between the characters, um, and I think an important thing that's missing here is that we need a another magician who's bad at magic so that everyone else gets the, the full picture of how good these guys are. So now there's a third person in the running to be the, the prestige magician. And um, 
He's he's just got no fucking idea how to do <laughs> tricks. <laughs> I'm down for that. I like that's a funny right. idea. Do, and, do you have a name for this person? Sounds like a like a Carl. Okay, Carl. <laughs> Carl's just out here Perfect. trying to do the like street magic. Carl. <laughs> the amazing Carl. <laughs> he's he's the all right Carl. <laughs> There's I a like better Carl that. down the street, but yeah. this guy, this one's all right. He's the Carl. So what's a good scene for this? So I would like to see the scene where um, the one time the two magicians are on stage, not together, but at the same time, is when uh, Hugh Jackman does his trick, fails because uh, Borden has got Rue on his side and then he ties him up and strings him to the ceiling. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was such it, a cool moment. What too. a good moment. Yeah. Oh my God. I hate it. Yeah, so good. But now Carl's <laughs> trying to get involved and like put his name out there as well. <laughs> okay. So he's, he's just third wheeling this uh this upstaging. So um Dan, if you would like to be uh Borden in this scene, Austin, could you be Carl for me? Yeah, love to. And Leah, the great Hugh Jackman. Isn't he like tied up and gagged? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, let's, keep, let's keep him on the state. Let's just like yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll bring him back up. I'll bring him back up. Okay. Is this is this the drunk guy or is this, this it, is Leah. the actual one? Right. You're I'm the Leah. You are in this. I'm the yeah. real. You're the real Jackman. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. Action. It was me all along. You want to come back up? Yeah. And um, the the great the okay Carl helped. Uh, that so that guy tied up not me just a fake this is my show and this was all part of it look how good my show is are you all right are you okay i'm great i i think you broke your leg (laughs) that's always been like that i just uh (laughs) i am a great magician your femur's always been sticking out of your leg your femur is always sticking out of your leg uh yeah i think yeah i just i hide it generally with magic and this guy is who Dude, Carl, get off of me, man. What are you... <laughs> Nobody's more okay than You're Carl. like climbing on my back. What are you doing? Are you trying to be the tallest person on stage? <laughs> the taller people get noticed more. I have to I have to show them my sign. You brought a sign? Mm-hmm. It says the okay Carl. Okay, it's upside down. Plus, I have the tallest hat. <laughs> that is... Yeah. How did you even get in with that hat? Well, I had to take it off to come through All the right. door. Which part's really? the magic? All, everything you see right now is magic and was all part of my plan for my show here. Thank he's, you for coming. No, he's lying. He's lying. He was supposed to come out at the end, but I tricked him, so he fell and broke his leg. Yeah, no, exactly. He's lying, and he tricked him, and this is my Carl, trick. stop Carl. acting like you knew what was... You, Carl was not in on this. Carl, Carl should not even be up on the stage. That hat looks so heavy. My hat... My hat holds so many more rabbits than yours. Okay, just just by saying that, you're giving away the trick. Just by saying how it happens, you just admitted how you do the trick. Do you have a bunch I don't of do the there? rabbit trick. It just holds more. I don't do it on stage. I'm not a hack. I'm okay, but I'm not bad. What are you scribbling off your sign right now? Nothing, okay? I, <laughs> I'm just writing... You're, liter- you're literally scrib- scribbling out. It says, watch me pull a dozen rabbits out of my hat. I'm writing... Um, the uh, transporting um, man. Oh, you're gonna do the transporting man. I actually, actually I, I would it, like to see that. I would love. I would love. To, I'm a, a yes, Angie. I also would love to see that. I, I think the, everybody the okay in the audience. Transport. I think we should all transport ourselves over to Carl's stage yeah, Carl, and watch him do the transporting man. Let's see it. Let's see, let's you see do it. it. 
My stage is um, it's right in the uh, alley be between the two these guys theaters, like the the alley in between. <laughs> All right, everybody, yeah, come on this way. Come yep, on out. Everybody gather everyone come we out. Gotta the, see yeah, it. everyone get in the alley here. We got two doors, mm -hmm. roughly ten feet apart. So, Carl, what are you doing? So, I am going to. <laughs> I'm gonna step through this door, right? Uh, and this is this is the okay transport. It's completely safe. And on the other side, um, I, I will walk out, but I will be um, uh, more overweight and bald and slightly drunk. Okay. Is I'm it not time traveling? Original about this. What? Yes, yes, sir. I'm time traveling. Um, I, I will enter this door uh, at the age I am now, and I will exit um, about four years, <laughs> four years older. Um. I, I must assure everybody that this is completely safe, and uh, uh, I have a boomerang that I'm gonna throw, and here we go. Oh, his hat got knocked off. Oh my god, there's so many rabbits. Oh, so many rabbits. Oh my god. Okay. Whoa, also. All right. Wow, this. All right, so the guy came out the other end. <coughs> this is, we're Abra supposed to believe this. This is Dabra. also Carl. I'm Carl. Why is other Carl? You're Hispanic Carl? now. Yeah. Why is other Carl still over there? Yeah. He's just standing on the other side of that doorway. Yeah, we literally can still see. We, he just balled up on the ground. That's and an a, illusion. And a, and a That's Hispanic magic. man who he said was four years older, but I'm pegging at least 15. Pop up the other. Also, the boomerang uh, was, a, was an interesting choice because all it did was come back to the original door he threw it from. So at least with my trick, I bounce a ball and then catch it when I come out the other end. You threw a boomerang... Uh, an older Hispanic man walked out the other door. The boomerang came back and hit the door you threw it from while you were balled up on the ground in eye view. Also, there's dozens of rabbits just fucking so everywhere rabbits. in this alley. Cut. No. That's it. <laughs> oh, God. We should have called him Carlos. Guys. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Carlos. That's really funny. Oh, That's a hilarious idea. That terrible trick. I love that. <laughs> oh, he was less than okay. That's um, fantastic. So, Leah or Dan, down to two more changes. Uh, mine's small. Won't won't uh, won't do much. Uh, okay. Just really, really, just one scene. I think that needs. Uh, it's the one that I said that I wasn't going to do. Um, so I decided that oh. uh, <laughs> that instead of the great Danton, that his magician name is the great Ding Dong. And uh, because that's what his dead wife told him, and everyone tr keeps trying to talk him out of being called the Great Ding Dong, but he is adamant <laughs> that he has to be called the Great Ding Dong. Um, so I think this is uh, probably uh, Michael Caine's character was Cutter, is that his? Um, mm. And uh, and the Great Ding Dong um, in this scene. Uh, so I was nobody's been either one. Well, yet, I was so. I was just him in the last scene. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, Let's do uh, let's do D Dan since <laughs> we have a guest. We'll put him in every scene. You can be a <laughs> cutter slash Michael Caine. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll do my best. <laughs> and your your name is the Great Ding Dong. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's a tall hat to fill. <laughs> yeah. If you guys think of other characters that you want to be in this scene, feel free to enter. Um, oh, Carl, Carl will be around. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right, <laughs> action. All right, I'm I'm ready. To uh, to to make my debut on the stage. You're sure this is what you want to do? Yeah, the great ding dong. It's uh, 
got a nice ring to it, don't you think? I, I think when you're on stage, the audience needs to see themselves in you. They need to believe that they could be part of the magic trick, and I think the name is a bit distracting. Also, well, I, your outfit. What What don't you like about my outfit? It's calling attention to your own ding-dong. Well, that goes with the theme, and... I think that anyone, I think the audience should imagine themselves that they could be a ding-dong. Anyone could be a ding-dong. Okay, I just as long as the magic still comes first, all right? I don't want this to be some big uh, branding performance where the, the, the name and the brand overtakes the right. magic. Yeah, no. Uh, well, I think all the all the magic is going to be Where did the important. name come from? Uh, my my it was my wife's idea. I think I don't really remember that conversation super clearly, but I'm like ninety percent sure she said the great ding dong. Was it possible she was just mis mishearing your name when you told her the first time, and she was just saying with the with the, the great ding dong? Really, is that possible? I mean, anything's possible. We're we're magicians. But, uh, no, I'm pretty sure. I think I, I want to honor her memory. Knock, knock, knock. Ooh, who could that be? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for, uh, Mr. Cutter. Oh, yeah, Cutter's in here. Hello? Sir, have you have you had a chance to work on, on the hat we talked about? Oh, not. <laughs> this fucking guy wants me to build a giant hat for rabbits. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that hat! I told you that hat, it's not real magic. I can't just build you a tall hat so you can put a bunch of rabbits in it. It gives the trick away. <laughs> It's find my another way. Trick. It find another. It's not a trick. Everybody looks at the hat and says, "Okay, I could you could fit roughly twelve to twenty rabbits in there," and then you come out and go, "I'm gonna pull ten, twelve to twenty rabbits out of this hat." There's no trick element to it. And then at it's the end of the trick, the last five minutes is you with like a long pole, just like scooping out the rabbits at the bottom, who got suffocated by the weight of the rabbits. It's, it's, it's you just it's the last five minutes it's just scooping rabbits out the bottom of the giant hat. It's what my audience expects. You think they see someone with this big a hat and and they don't expect me to fish rabbits out? I'd be booed off stage if I didn't do it. The great ding dong, can you please weigh in on this? I love the big hat idea, not a fan of the rabbits thing. I wonder if we could incorporate a big hat into our act. What's your name? Oh, I'm the great ding dong. Peace the magnificent ding dong. Yeah, and you are? Oh, I'm I'm the OK Carl. Um, <laughs> this is a stupid name. Oh, oh, my name's stupid. You have giant arrows pointing to your crotch. Well, to, they're pointing to my ding dong. Yeah, it's a thing. I'm the great ding dong. It's it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Cutter, tell him how it makes sense. It makes perfect sense with the magic. Where the eyes look, the mind wanders. That's right, I don't even need an assistant. Everybody's just gonna be staring at my ding-dong. Mm-hmm. Hey, big hat, you're on in five. Big hat, you're on in five. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm opening his big hat tonight. Oh, God, you're the opener? But the, the, the reveal is that I'm okay, Carl. My theater is down the alley. Maybe we could spice up the name a bit. Ding-dong, do you have any ideas to spice up the branding for this name? Uh... Could be, could be, rabbit, rabbit hat, rabbit, no. You're just saying like things that. that you're looking at. I like that. It's a table. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, table. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, table. You, that's for free. You can have that one. Thanks, Ding Dong. Okay, scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please. All right. That's it for me. The Great Ding Dong. I love that. <laughs> All right, Dan, bring us home.
Um, okay. So I kind of had one that was all right. So um, let's do uh, let's do. <laughs> all right. I hate to say this because this is uh, this is I'm in this one, but le- let's just say uh, the Christian Bale character is at a, a high school reunion after his trick has become you know pretty mainstream and reputable. But everyone remembers that he had a twin in high school. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. So, so everyone immediately knows how he did it. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be Fallon in this one. So I don't have to. I don't know. Maybe I won't talk or whatever. But I'll let uh, I'll let Farley kind of take control of this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love this. Ready? Action. Oh, uh, hey, man, I saw you in the newspaper doing oh, that. Yeah. yeah, for, for what? Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that magic thing or whatever. What What was that? You want to say that again? That magic thing or whatever? Or whatever. Seems yeah, I, like did, a, I didn't read it very closely. I just... You don't really do magic, do you? You don't mean, like... It's, like, not real. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you guys even go to school with me? Like, yeah, that's, that's kind of my we're all mm-hmm. here. It's kind of my whole deal, right? It's, <laughs> like... Pick a card. You, you, remember, you don't remember? The ball. I'm always bouncing the ball. Yeah. Right. I guess I do remember that. That's why I didn't really talk to you that much. Yeah. But you're regretting Did, that now. Didn't you have a brother? What? Yeah, what happened to your brother? Did he come too? Is, is he doing magic? I don't He's know. in our class. I'm like 70% sure you're wrong. He, he had a brother, right? Yeah, he definitely had a brother. They yeah. were like always together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prob- probably not. I've just got this manservant now. <clears throat> Maybe okay. that's who you're thinking of. My oh, hi, but- what's your name? Me? Yeah, Me? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Fallon. Fallon. I remember. I went to school with everybody, and I remember he was really cool at magic. And it was just him. There was no brother. He was so you're- cool. I remember he used to do tricks all the time. I was like, this guy's incredible, and um, he he was just him. There was no brother. Yeah, it was really cool at magic. Because of he was magic. great at fingering. Remember how good he was at fingering? You guys remember that? I don't know. No, I. So you went. I to remember. School with us too. You were in our class. Uh, I was just. I'm a little bit older. I was a senior when everyone was. Yeah, I was a little bit older, so I was a senior when everyone was freshman. But I remember seeing his magic tricks and be like, "This guy's talented. This guy's got it." Yeah. So. Yeah, I was. I, I was probably just more popular with like an older crowd. I remember us throwing rocks at him. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember it didn't hurt him, though. It didn't even barely even felt it. I remember that, too. He he cried one day for like an hour. No, I don't think. I think it was because the sun was so bright. I remember he said the sun yep. was real bright, so he was like tired. He was getting teary because he was looking right at the sun and it was really it, bright, but he didn't cry. I remember It was that. dusty out. And your parents had to come pick you up because the sun was too bright? And my allergies were acting up. It was dusty out. He could die. Like, if he gets stung by a bee, he could die. There was so a yeah, lot going he, on. Yeah. So yeah, Found his telling. parents. But, but yeah, it's. I remember. I just remember that you said if you got stung by a bee, you could die. So yeah, it's like exactly. Crazy. Exactly. That's why Fallon was there in case I got stung by a bee. He'd stick me with an epipen, smack it in. I'd be fine. Anyway, he's a he's a world class magician now and has, has a, a wife and a mistress. He cheats on his wife, so that's pretty cool. Whoa. Um, what do you do? What do you guys do? Oh man, uh, oh I I work at my dad's hardware store. But do you remember the time that uh, Melanie said she was gonna go to prom with you, and then you showed up uh, like like it was some kind of date, and we poured pig's blood on you? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that night because I fingered like eight girls, and it was really. Fine. I don't. No, that didn't happen. They were well, like the pig's oh, blood. Did. The pig's blood happened. I remember that. They were like, "It's mm-hmm. so cool. You're covered in blood. That's so 
Cool. Yeah, honestly, I remember being really impressed by that whole thing. I was like, this is really cool that he's covering Pig's Blood right now. And I was like out of school at that point. I was like watching just like, that was really cool. Yeah, he just came because I was really cool. Yeah. So anyways, anyways, you know, just recap. He's he's cool. He's never had a brother and um, his magic ruled ass. And I'm sorry, you work at your dad's hardware store. And what do you do? Oh, I'm in accounting. <sighs> oh, accounting butts, probably. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty sick burn, but uh, I mean, you are an upperclassman. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think that Borden's that cool, though. Yeah. I mean, you seem pretty cool. I am actually. What? I'm. Uh, I'm working on a. I'm gonna fly. I'm actually gonna be one of the first people to fly. I'm gonna go up into uh, into into the flight. <laughs> so I'm gonna do that, and um, also I'm I'm dating like a bunch of um uh, models. And... I'm married and have a girlfriend, so. <laughs> So yeah, and I also I I I have a I have a house full of dogs that all are super loyal to me. They'll do anything I ask them to do. So my life's pretty good too. Dude, what are you doing? I'm I'm doing I'm filling out I'm fleshing out Fallon, dude. Fuck you, man. I'm sick of this. We didn't ever give Fallon a backstory. I'm coming up with it on the fucking spot. All right. I look so Also, I have a disease. Right. I have a disease that um, makes me, it's kind of embarrassing, but it makes me, it, it, ma it makes me like age, uh, not backwards, but like, uh, it, so I'm still aging forward, but I, I go back and forth. So some days I'll look younger, some days I'll look older. So it's like, so, it's a, so Fallon's it's a, a liar. Zigzag. Like that's his whole thing. Is that he lies a lot oh. to everybody? No, it's not. I don't lie. I never lie. That's and I'm really I'm cool. A, <laughs> that's one of the things about me is I never have lied to anybody. He is. That's actually why I'm a mayor of my hometown. I'm actually a mayor of my hometown because I don't lie. I think I think cool. Fallon has reverse Jim Carrey syndrome. <laughs> I don't know who that who that is. Doesn't make I, any oh, sense he went to, to me. He went to class with us. He oh, Jim Carrey. Jim yeah. Carrey went to. Oh, okay. Yeah. What a goofball. <laughs> Anyway, I think Fallon's pretty cool. Yeah. We should ditch Borden and hang out with him. Okay, I, I mean, I guess if you're fine with him lying to you all the time about how good he is at fingering, because he won't stop talking about it. And look, he's missing three of his fingers. So how good? They're can not. He I'm not missing them. They're jammed, and I have them in a splint. They're still there. They're not. They're not attached. They're not. Okay. They're get, not attached. I know, but and they fucking stink like shit. I'm gonna admit it. They've been dis. They've been cut. They cut, cut them off fucking two months ago. All right. They're rotting on your hand. Throw I'm them waiting away. for them to graft back to my knuckles. The skin needs to graft back to my knuckles. Did you say that you cut off your fingers? For he charity, did. He's uh, a liar. For charity, just... I brought. I was an event for charity. They. I oh. cut off three. Yeah, for to raise awareness about childhood uh, diabetics. So I cut off three fingers. Okay. So it's pr I raised um ten thousand dollars for it actually. Wow. Yeah. Which you know in this it's like then eighteen hundred. So that's like you know yeah that's like a million, ten million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Hey that's Tyler. Like, that's like a million dollars in twenty twenty one terms. I mean if if right. I were to pull out a random date just to like throw that out there. Wow, that's so far in the future. Holy yeah. Shit. Can that's so, I know. That's another thing about me is I'm like super interested in like the future and stuff. So like I have tons of theories about like what is coming and I have like I invent my own stuff too. So. Hey Tyler, I bet I could make your kid disappear. Like I'm, dude, do it. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have like a really big cage? I my dad's hardware store has some. <laughs> Who's cool? I just want to. I just want to watch the game and drink some brewskis. You know. <laughs> Who's cool now, Fallon? You look like a fucking idiot. Damn, you look so cool now that you put that kid dude's kid in a cage. 
<laughs> All right. <serious. laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no kids in cages. No. <laughs> so I think that was great. And we're going to see an excellent uh, trailer for that. Um, and here it is. Oh, uh, hey man, I saw you in the newspaper. Oh, that, y- yeah, for, for what? Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that magic thing or whatever. What? What was that? You want to say that again? From a world where magic is overvalidated and taken really seriously comes a story about several magicians. All right, I'm, I'm ready to, uh, to, to make my debut on the stage. You're sure this is what you want to do? Yeah, the great... Ding dong. It's uh, got a nice ring to it, don't you think? Only one of them can be the best. We have a, we've got a thing right now. We've got, you know, magic. That's our whole deal. That's us. That's I know. who we are. I know. Don't talk to me like a child. I know what our deal is. All right. I mean, do you? I wear a fucking because... prosthetic nose three days a week. I know what our deal is. Only one of them can be the worst. Peace, the magnificent ding dong. It makes sense. It makes sense, Cutter. Tell him how it makes sense. It makes perfect sense with the magic. Where the eyes look, the mind wanders. That's right. I don't even need an assistant. Everybody's just going to be staring at my ding-dong. Only one of them is okay. Dude, Carl, get off of me, man. What are you... Nobody's more okay than Carl. You're, like, climbing on my back. What are you doing? Are you trying to be the tallest person on stage? Discover the secrets of the world's greatest magicians... Anyway, he's a he's a world class magician now and has a, a wife and a mistress. He cheats on his wife, so that's pretty cool. Um, what do you do? What do you guys do? Discover dozens of rabbits. My hat, my hat holds so many more rabbits than yours. Okay, just just by saying that you're giving away the trick. Just by saying how it happens, you just admitted how you do the trick. Discover the prestige. Also, there's dozens of rabbits just fucking everywhere in this alley. <laughs> and, and wow, that trailer! Wow, that trailer was amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, doing it all in one, huh? He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just getting right through this. Uh, Dan, no, thank fine. you for coming. Do you have any plugs? Uh, just improv is dead. Listen to the pod. I have Do a great it. time on that show. I appreciate you all listening and. and it's always fun chatting in the Discord. Thanks for having me on. This is great. Um, and I oh, had a great so time improvising with y'all. You could call it that. <laughs> yeah, one of us well, was improvising. That's what, that's what he was doing for sure. I enjoyed, I, it was great. It was so fun. <laughs> Thanks for coming, though, really. Oh, it, was it was a blast. Yeah, no, this was a great way to spend a, a Thursday night. Um, so if you enjoyed this show, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Better Movie Club. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin Weiford. That's uh, Austin, how it sounds, to be E-I-F-O-R-D. Farley, plugs. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Farley, F-R-L-Y. Um, and you can email me at Farley at snakebaby.net. Uh, it's a real email. Please uh, send me the most magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> send him the most magic trick. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at worrytweets. 
All right. Um, next week we are watching. Uh, oh no, we're starting Sequember. Uh, for the month of September, we are watching sequels to movies that we've already done, and we're starting oh, it out that's with. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> we're starting out with New Moon, uh, the sequel to Twilight, which we watched months ago. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, bye. Thanks for listening. Good. <laughs>